0: Whether you're buying a new car, a used car, or refinancing your current car, FedChoice Federal Credit Union could help save you money. FedChoice makes buying a car so easy that you can do everything right from your smartphone or on a computer. Become a member today and you can take advantage of their great rates and financing options. Find out more at FedChoice.org. That's FedChoice.org. Membership open to federal employees, including contractors and their families. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, insured by NCUA.
1: Oh, we're on. Um, So I like this. It's like the Lewis perspective. (laughs) So, you know, normally it's the Pellini perspective, but Patrick is away this week on vacation, Vacation. enjoying those last couple of um, weeks of summer. So Tisha Lewis is here. You are filming. Hi, everyone. Yes, I am.
0: I'm excited this feels like kind of like a dream come true I I feel like I'm with like the podcasting guru (laughs) (laughs) um oh my god I have been podcasting a long time it does
1: seem like that but now you have your own podcast show I do
0: I do the good word
1: I can't wait to talk about that so um you know we're we're gonna kind of give you a version today of the show you know without Patrick but we're gonna talk um Tisha has her own podcast so I want to hear all about that what the good word is about um a lot of controversy around Sean Spicer of course, former press secretary for yes. uh, President Trump. Now he's on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Big boycott being called. I mean, everybody boycotts everything. But we'll talk about, I want to know your thoughts on it. Because I read some articles this morning and I was like, you know, I think they actually have a good point of maybe why he shouldn't be on the show. Mm. Um, so we'll talk that. And then there's just a lot going on locally. There is. You were there covering is. a story this weekend, Frederick about um, mixed grade classes. Happening. Yes, which
0: is crazy. But in Frederick County, Frederick County Public Schools specifically, they want to have kindergartners with first graders and second graders with third graders and fourth and fifth graders, um, literally combined multi-grade classrooms. And what's so funny is when I was talking to them, they were making it like it was very, very normal. And I'm sitting there thinking, we didn't grow up with (laughs) multi-grade classrooms. At all. (laughs) Tell me about this, because let's just start there. This story is really fascinating. Sure. So it's out of Frederick County. It is starting literally this school year. So in less than two weeks when school starts the day after Labor Day, which, yes, they still start school the day after Labor Day there. But good for them. Yeah, they're going to be. This is a done deal. And parents are, some parents are upset about it. And so, you know, the big concern is there is a vast difference between a first and second grader or even a kindergartner and first grader. You know, I have a toddler. And so there's a vast difference from six months ago. Right. To where we are right now. But um, in terms of development, in terms of academics, in terms of maturity. But, you know, we spoke with the superintendent and she insists like that the research indicates otherwise. Really? But you were also saying that they're financially having some issues, right? That they they can't attract teachers? Yeah. So, this the main reason why they're doing this is because of a staffing shortage. Folks just don't want to be teachers. Really anymore. So um it's funny, one parent we were interviewing, she was just like, you know, the children are so disrespectful, people don't want to be teachers anymore. So th- that's a good point because it's like, raise your kids, people, raise your kids correctly. Yeah. And then the teachers can teach and they don't have to, you know, worry about looking for other careers. But apparently they are experiencing a staffing shortage. And then also there's some new guidelines when it comes to reporting federal funding that are being enforced and implemented. So the superintendent says superintendent says essentially that is what led to this multi grade classroom plan strategy. We'll see how it goes, but and- I, did you? I, did they do this in your high school? I'm actually trying to think if they did this, but I feel like by
1: senior year they were doing that, like sometimes sophomores or juniors would be in a class, like depending on the elective, like because they almost kind of got you prepped for college that it could be different levels. Right,
0: so in high school it's a little bit different because you're switching classes, right. you have different teachers for different classes, and you might be taking like an advanced math or history or literature class, and someone who's in a younger grade might also be taking that advanced class or something of the sort. But elementary school, you're supposed to have the same teacher all day. You're with... Your fellow classmates all day And so um, it is a little bit different I am curious to see how it's going to go I'm sure if it does not go well We will hear within (laughs) like the first week of school I'm positive
1: (laughs) Uh, Well talk to me I want to talk about your podcast It's so exciting You know Patrick talks a lot about um, The podcast initiative here at Fox 5 And um, we have Melanie Alwick doing True Crime Paul Wagner is coming out with a true crime this fall Um, But you are one of the first people To have a weekly your own podcast podcast. Lucky me.
0: It's a So it's, <laughs> it's a, lot a lot of work. work. Right? It is a lot of work. People, you know, we just and you know this. We just make it look very easy, but it is a lot of work. But The Good Word launched Wednesday, March 27th. So we are in like episode 20 something. It is a faith based podcast that's taped right here at Fox 5 DC Studios in Northwest in the nation's capital. It is awesome. Um, we have an opportunity to talk about faith and the intersection of faith and life and faith and athletes and faith and entertainment and sports and all types of stuff. But the great thing about it is that you don't have to be someone who's like, quote unquote, churchy to gain something from this podcast. It's really just about inspiring people and making sure that like you are living your best life and you have all the tools and extra tools to do so. And it's even therapeutic for me because we get to sit down and talk with some really, really amazing guests who share so much insight. Uh, Obviously, our big guest so far has been Kirk Franklin. He was Absolutely amazing,
1: amazing! And what is Kirk Franklin's? No, I know him as a singer, right? Like I know, like that great, like some of the awesome, like gospel
0: songs that he's come out with. Yes, but he's also a preacher, right? Um, he does do some preaching, um, but he most people know Kirk Franklin from Stomp. That was his big Uh, hit. I think it was in the nineties or early two thousands. I'm not sure, but um, most people know Kirk Franklin from Stomp. He is the host on several gospel. Uh, singing reality shows. He's a producer. He's also um, a husband and a father, and he's got a lot of really cool stuff going on. And I was pleasantly surprised by how pleasant he was. He's really? He's so down to earth. And um, that's refreshing because, yeah. as you know, interviewing celebrities... Oh, Um. I mean, you and I, we've both seen the best (laughs) and the worst. Exactly. (laughs) The best
1: and the worst. And lots of times you get celebrities. And I understand this because I think once you get to that level, people always want something from you. So, But, you know, a lot of times they'll come into, whether it's radio or television stations, and they're just so disinterested in doing the interview that you're like, you know, it'd be better if you just said it from the start. Like, look, I just, I don't want to do this interview today. Like, I'm happy to give you a a quote or a comment or you can ask one question. But they're so looking, you know, they're looking at their phone. They're not interested. You're like, it's it's the worst. So I'm happy to hear that
0: he was actually engaged. He was the exact opposite of that. He was all in. He was super kind and polite to everyone here. He was very flexible. His team was great. We really had a blast working with him. He came back and was on Good Day DC, which is our top morning show here at Fox. And it was wonderful.
1: What were some of his like, I mean, was he speaking just about his life philosophy? Was he giving kind of, well,
0: you know, what's interesting about Kirk is that he kind Of made it okay for gospel music to sound secular,
1: Mm. to sound like a
0: regular song that's played on regular contemporary radio. Yep. Um. That started, I think, with him. And so, you know, we were talking about that. He has a new album out, Long Live Love, that came out at the time when we did our interview. And he was just talking about the evolution of gospel music. And, you know, I asked him, I said, you know, what do you say to your critics who say that, like, you've introduced this secular element yeah. into gospel music? And he's like, for people who say that, they just don't they don't know my music. And, you know, one thing, the takeaway was that you really have to meet people where they are. Yep. The reality is that church attendance is down drastically from where it was a decade ago. People are not going to church every Sunday like they, they once used to. Did. Yeah. You have to meet people where they are, even if that's outside of the church. And so... Um, that was really the takeaway, and it was just really, really awesome to sit down with him. He has a very interesting story also about his father, who he met for the first time a couple weeks before his father passed away. Oh, my God. And he talks about forgiveness. I believe it's heartbreaking. He, I believe he was adopted. Don't quote me on that, but... I know for a fact that he was meeting his father for the first time shortly before his father's wow. death, and he talks about forgiveness and you know just that journey and that process. And so he was very transparent, which is wonderful. Which is wonderful. It's always good to meet someone who can just be very authentic and be themselves. Oh wow.
1: Um. In, I that's that's interesting to me about church attendance because you know I go once a month, twice a month, and but I justify it in thinking now you get like whether it's listening to Joel Olstein's podcast or. It's like, you know, now you have podcasts, you have YouTube videos, you have like Oprah's doing things with Deepak Chopra on like Buddhism. So you feel like sometimes you're getting spirituality mm-hmm, in different mm-hmm. places. Right. Um, but that's fascinating because it, it is true. You can, and you could see it when I do go to church, you see way even like on holidays
0: now when lots of people will turn out seems like a lot it's a lot less it used to be like on holidays the church was packed Packed. you couldn't get in if you weren't there on time or you had to go to some like overflow room and it's just not like that anymore because there's so many different options you can watch church from home that's true right on your television daily on a podcast it's like everywhere it's at your fingertips
1: so, I, this is kind of putting you on the spot. Do you have any idea what episode
0: number Kirk Franklin was? Because I just want people listening to this sure, to go check I, it out. I want to say he might have been episode 15 or 16. I'm not positive. But um, if you subscribe, which by the way we are on iTunes, Audio Boom, and Google Play, and everywhere the podcast love play. it. You're
1: a podcast. <laughs> so look at her. She's like, I've learned. I've learned. You're I've doing learned. It.
0: Yes, if you subscribe, you can see all of our podcasts, and um, that one's in the teens somewhere. We're in the twenties somewhere now. So I can't even love believe this. it. I can't believe it. Yes, what is it? We're almost at half a year of podcasts. Isn't that bananas? I know. And it's
1: hard to believe this. Patrick's the Polini perspective just passed a year. Wow. I I can't believe we've been doing it a year. I'm like, Wow. Where does the time go? I know. I know. So it's amazing. And, you know, I, I say this to Patrick and, and to you, but most people quit after seven episodes because they don't realize how much work goes into a podcast. So the fact that you have gone beyond that is amazing. And they're saying now, uh, you know, because podcasting is the new blog right now, although right. it's sort of leveling out. But I think there's something like there was around 6,000 new podcast episodes. Now we're down to 3,000. They also say that people, if they make it beyond mm-hmm. seven, they usually quit within six
0: months because it's just it's a it's a gr- it's, it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of work on top of my real job. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Being a journalist here at Fox five. But you know what's interesting? One thing I noticed the other day, I, I was showing someone how to subscribe. Was it wisdom or it was someone I was showing them how to subscribe wisdom, <laughs> by the way, is one of my colleagues here at Fox five um, to the good word. And I went to the podcast icon on my iPhone and I typed in the search bar the good word and it came up. As the first thing that you see, the good word with Tisha Lewis, which that's is awesome. awesome because when we first started, that was not the case. So that means that people we, are searching it, people yes, are finding it. Yes, yeah, that's really yes. really, so really good. So thank you all so so much. I really appreciate the support and that you're listening and that the feedback has been awesome. We're on Facebook as well. We have a Facebook love group that. that has almost nine hundred friends, which we love. That's and great. yes, we post a lot of exclusive content that we don't post elsewhere in our sure. Facebook group. So if you're on Facebook, which I'm sure you are, um make yes, sure you search. Yeah. Uh, the good word and join our Facebook group. You know, we um, post a lot of behind the scenes, great stuff in there. So it. it's this. a lot of fun.
1: Um. Well, okay. Of course your day job here at Fox five, you know, you're out in the field reporting, you yes. know, you're anchoring, you know, you, you kind of are doing several different things. So I want to get your, cause this, podcast is obviously some pop culture stuff as well um talk to me about what your opinion is about Sean Spicer being named as one of Dancing with the Stars contestants for this fall season a lot of controversy a lot of people feel that ABC is putting someone who you know blatantly outly lied to the American public now on this show that
0: essentially resurrects D-list, C-list careers. So you know what? I heard and saw the criticism and I just think that it's like acting. Like people are actors and they have these characters that they play in movies and films and shows and nobody criticizes them or crucifies them because of what they're doing in their personal life or even outside of that role. Right. So it's unfair, I think, to criticize or crucify Sean Spicer, because essentially he's playing a role for ABC's Dancing with the Stars. And so, you know, it's a it's we've become a society now where I feel like it's like, how can we tear and knock someone down? How can we resort to the lowest common denominator and just, you know, tear someone apart? Right. It's a fun show. It's not a controversial show. They're learning to dance. They pick people who are household names, which he is, good, bad, or indifferent, and they teach them how to dance. Awesome. What are we what are we discussing right now? What are we talking about right now? And so and you know, in all in all fairness and honesty honesty, if you have those criticisms, awesome. Have them. But it's separate from him dancing on dancing with the stars. That's just my personal opinion. Right. No, I think you I think you make a good point. I guess when I was reading the articles today they were saying that
1: and I, I don't, I, haven't, I have to look back at a lot of the contestants, but they were saying so far Dancing with the Stars has kind of left politics out of it. You know, they've taken these D-list celebrities you've seen um, and, and sort of brought them back that maybe you haven't heard of or were in shows years ago. Um, but this is sort of the first time they've been so blatant with someone so political. And so I thought, well, you know, that's interesting. And then they kind of went to cite all the times that essentially Sean Spicer lied for President mm-hmm, Trump. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, you know, I can understand that. I can understand where, you know, Sean Spicer, like we all do at a job, makes a decision. And look, you got to pay your bills, you know. But at the same time, it's like hmm, they are putting because that show really does look to resurrect careers and s- sort of takes people that aren't necessarily good dancers, but puts them in this kind of semi-positive light. And yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it after I read some articles.
0: Well, I also think it's a situation where they want someone who's controversial, who is going to generate. Uh, talk talking points. People yeah, talking they're on, about it because we're talking about it. Yeah. People are talking about it on social media and that's what they want. They don't want someone that's not going to generate conversation because without the buzz... Who's watching? Well, you're right. And I think I was reading there in like their 16th or 18th season.
1: And, you know, honestly, I had completely forgotten about Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> as I'm sure most of us have, right? Everyone's on The Bachelor. But now we're talking about it. Exactly. So, I, I, I mean, on ABC's part, it's a perfect way to generate controversy. Sure. Sure. And absolutely. Hopefully, he'll do a dance where he just like eats a bunch of gum and swallows <laughs> it because that was sort of his thing where he would admit to swallowing gum right, as right. an adult. Who does that? I. That would I would question a lot about John <laughs> <laughs> ah, a lot there. Um, all right. Well, let's let's kind of continue on that path with um, politics. Elizabeth Warren's been having a very good week. You may have seen she's been out on the campaign yeah. trails in the Midwest, apparently bringing in record crowds um and then you know there was just an article about uh, a woman that's been reporting and following her and says she's done something like 42,000 selfies um because she will stay after her campaign rallies to take a picture with everyone where where
0: are you at with politics are you do you cover a lot of politics for Fox 5 um occasionally but obviously you know Tom Fitzgerald is our awesome political reporter so he covers way more politics than I could ever cover here yes um I I actually um covered more politics when i worked in chicago oh no which kidding. is interesting well more a, that's a big political town too <laughs> yeah right but uh, interesting uh corrupt politics <laughs> <laughs> yeah there always have something going on scandalous there. politics but no um i mean obviously when it's when it's uh, a big story we all get involved but i do follow it i you know i i think that we're in historic political times and it is definitely um something that I do follow and watch and I'm like flipping between all the cable news channels yeah. um national politics mainly um of course there's a lot going on locally <laughs> oh yeah and locally too
1: in every week now of course we're still you know a ways out from the 2020 election we are election, we are but um but it just does seem like one week you know you're seeing like Pete Buttigieg get a lot of coverage and you know very out there now it seems like Elizabeth Warren is sort of Right, They're and we're saying, so we're so polls. far
0: away. I was actually having this conversation yeah. the other day. It's like we're so far away. Anything could happen between now and then. Right. And it's just so funny to see like all these polls and all these pundits and everything in between because it's like something could happen easily in the news cycle two weeks before election day or a week before election day and change everything that people are talking about right now. Oh, impacts it all. I mean, I do think it's fascinating with the economy
1: and you're, you're seeing some shifts in the economy, which will be, I think, just such a big thing for president Trump, you know, to see about his reelection or not. So, and I don't know, you're hearing lots of, um, recession rumblings and, you know, no more tax cuts from president Trump. So we'll see how that all plays out. But, uh, but Elizabeth Warren having a big week. And she found her twin, apparently, too, when she was out in... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. In she, Idaho or so. She
0: is having a big week. But this week, it's Elizabeth Warren. Next week, it will be... I know. It changes. Someone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, locally, I really like this story. Did you
1: see the story of the mom um who decided to hold a job fair for her kids about yes. her allowance? Oh,
0: my gosh. I love that story. I love the talk about allowance because <laughs> I remember growing up and... I had a lot of friends that were getting allowance and so I mustered up um, the audacity, I will call it now, to ask my mom for allowance and I remember her saying, I allow you to live here and then it gets even better, calling one of her girlfriends and she's like, girl, Tisha just asked me for allowance and they busted out, it was like a joke, it was funny and so, um, you know, now that I'm older, I can laugh about it but obviously I was upset about it. Now, what
1: are you going to do with your daughter? Cause you have a beautiful daughter. Thank you. Um, and Thank you know, you. and people don't know this, but your husband, your <laughs> husband is like a stand-up comedian and attorney. Like, <laughs> he is an amazing human being. And like he, I adore him because I feel like I have the same marriage where I'm so outgoing and like wild. And your husband is the exact same way. And then you yes. and Dan are like
0: so low key reserved.
1: <laughs> your husband is amazing.
0: He's funny. He is funny. He's a hoot. Um, So, yes, I don't know what I'm going to do with allowance with my daughter. She is very smart. She's brilliant. Um, She has started preschool early. She started this week and she's not even three yet. (gasps) And it's so funny. She's very she's just very, very advanced. And so I'm sure she will ask me far sooner then I asked my mother.
1: <laughs> do you see that? Like, cause I'm, you know, I'm at the point, like I'm trying to have a baby now and, and you have this gorgeous this daughter. Wonderful. I know. I'm so excited. Um, well, hopefully God willing it all happens, but, um, but do you see yourself raising your daughter like differently than what your parents did? Like that's going to be to me, I think
0: interesting. So I think, you know, as a mother, I'm still a new mother. I'm not an expert at motherhood, but I love motherhood. What I can say is that the stuff that I felt like worked, I do. And other areas I might tweak. Yeah. But um so far so good. It's awesome. I think that really it's all about communication. Yeah. And I think that like people think, Oh, because they're so young, they don't know no sheep She understands and knows everything. Well, what I like about, you know, I have a
1: 13-year-old niece who spends a lot of time with us, a lot of time with her mom. But I like that parenting now seems like much more about talking to your child. I don't know when you were raised, but like it was always more like you just do what you're told. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. And there wasn't really any negotiating. It's like because I said (laughs) so. Well, you know, I have a funny story. I have um, cousins who... They're older now, middle school, high school ones and one just graduated from college. And um, I remember when they were a little bit younger, their mother was telling them about something and they literally before she finished the argument, they were like, well, we looked it up on our phones on Google and that's not correct. So that, wow. right, that is the generation that we are in. Once, you know, when we were growing up, if your parents told you something, that was the gospel. Yeah. You didn't question it. You didn't doubt it. You had no means to <laughs> fact, fact check. check. <laughs> <laughs> now, you better make sure you've got your facts straight because kids nowadays, they will fact check you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. My, my daughter, and it's already started with my daughter. And she's only two. We were going through flashcards. And she pulled up one and I said, oh, wow. I was I said a rhinoceros. And she said, no, mommy, that's a hippopotamus. Oh, <laughs> and it dawned on me. Oh, it is a hippopotamus. <laughs> She was like, no, mommy. Thank you. That's a hippopotamus. She's going to come in handy, girl. She'll have you, like, all straight
1: by the time she's in high school. (laughs) Well, this was great. This Georgia mom, her her kids wanted, essentially, allowance. So she held a job fair within the comfort of her home. The mom posted help wanted signs for positions like kitchen manager, lead housekeeper, and laundry supervisor that they could apply to. And she even asked if the children were willing to work nights and weekends. (laughs) And then she had a mom's credit union which is awesome like that mom is really training those kids for the future yes
0: that's awesome I love I it my I parents love it
1: did not my mom did not do a great job of teaching us how to save
0: So <laughs> that's our generation learn
1: later yeah but we
0: we learn later in life as adults but it wasn't necessarily something that was incorporated into <laughs> uh saving geography Nobody my age knows where anything is. <laughs> I, know. I know. It was, Geography much was not yeah. stressed in our generation. Yeah. Seriously. It was not stressed. I know. Now,
1: it is crazy, right? And you it's hear funny countries because my, my like,
0: mother is a baby boomer. She knows all the oceans and lakes and every state, every capital of every state, where everything is positioned, like, could fill out a blank map. <laughs> and meanwhile, we're like Google. Right. Bring up exactly. the map. <laughs>
1: uh, I also wanted to ask you, too, about this. I thought this was, inter- you know, a lot of also topics this week about, you know, the Amazon rainforest, you know, has been burning for the past two weeks. Um, finally getting a lot of media coverage. Finally. Um, very, very scary to see where climate change is headed for, for all of us because... I don't know, you know, you do wonder how much population-wise this planet can hold before mm-hmm, th- mm-hmm. we start seeing just even more just devastating, um, you know, environmental events. Well, we're seeing, like, so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like
0: things are happening that, like, you just never thought you'd see in your lifetime. Yeah. Like, you know, tsunamis and devastating like oh my god fires devastating fires tornadoes right um
1: you know it's just crazy to see the hurricanes that have happened and how people are still cleaning up from those and they
0: feel like they're happening in areas where they don't typically happen which um you know which is scary i lived in miami for four years and i remember hurricane season and hurricane coverage was a very very big deal and um they've been able to go quite some time without one but once upon a time, it was like once every ten years that was kind of the barometer. Yeah. There'd be a big one, and now it's like every season. Right, you you have to be on edge. And I think the most important thing is that people take um, precaution and take you know what the first responders are saying to do very seriously because oftentimes, and we even see this in our area, if there's like inclement weather that could be devastating or dangerous yeah people for some reason don't believe it right <laughs> they don't right. believe that like it's happening and so that's probably the most important thing yeah you heed the warning
1: well this you know this kind of got me into this story too and i wanted to know because i was thinking about this in my own household if i could do it but this week there was kind of this record-breaking report out from the energy star um in the department of energy and the environmental protection agency saying essentially they're asking people to rethink Think about the temperature in your home
0: Yes, and keeping yes, yes. the temperature
1: at 78 degrees and then at night at 82. And they're saying that this would make, if everybody did this, it would have a huge impact on our energy sources. I
0: have to admit that <laughs> when I saw this story, I started doing it. You did? I did. How's it going? It's We're going to okay. try it too. It's okay. Um I think they also said to put it at 85 overnight. They did. It's hot. (laughs) It's hot. So I've I've been doing... What I've been doing is the 85 at night and... 82 during the day. Yes. When we like when I leave for work. But then when it, as soon as like I come home, I put it on 74. So I haven't gotten to the 78 Eight part yet Part yet when we're like up and awake and conscious of temperature.
1: That's great. I'm going to start doing this, too. I mean, they give lots of tips, including, of course, you know, overtime, which isn't easy for all Americans, but to update your windows to be more heat proof. Um, they also say that, you know, drawing your blinds at night, if you can open your windows at night, get the cool air in, and then bring the drapes down during the day to kind of hold mm-hmm. in that cooler air Mm -hmm. um that really works small adjustments like turning off appliances and lights when they aren't being used only washing full loads of laundry and dishes taking shorter showers which we really try to do and running fans while you do things like shower and cook can also help reduce the heat buildup in your home Hmm. Uh, very fascinating i hope people start to because i think the ac is insane in workplaces um you know you go into malls i mean all these places like Pump you with so much air conditioning, sixty-five degrees. It's like, right? This right, is insane. Right. Turn off the air conditioning. We can all survive at seventy-four. Right? In the right. summer, you're meant to sweat. Like. <laughs> So I'm actually happy about this. Yeah.
0: I, I, as soon as I saw that story this week, I've been doing the 80, the 85 overnight and 78 when I leave. And um, I will say though, when I wake up, I'm hot. Like immediately I go to the air conditioning and put it on 74. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so hot. And I actually think I'm waking up earlier because I'm hot. Really?
1: <laughs> Maybe it's a
0: good. I'm I gonna think I sleep longer. If I'm, like, in the cold. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's good, because I feel like at night we have, like, this down comforter on. We're at, like, 65.
0: I'm like, we got to get rid of this. Which is great. You know, uh, one one thing that um, does happen with motherhood is you become a morning person. Not necessarily by choice, <laughs> but you become a morning person. What time does your little up girl get I'm up at, like, on. 6. Are you? Yeah. And yeah. my daughter typically wakes up around 7. Oh. So you have that one hour of, like, yes. quiet. Yes. Yeah. It's nice. Um, Tisha, what are you working on this week for stories? So, today, yes, oh my goodness, today there's a group of women who stole dozens of cell phones from, I believe it's a Verizon store in Montgomery County in Gaithersburg. Um, They were caught on camera, So, and and their getaway car was a minivan. We can't make this stuff up. I know, you really can't. I know, there's some fascinating stories around here. So, their getaway car was a minivan, so that's what we're working on. We'll have awesome video that we'll be posting on social and that we'll have for our evening shows, but... And these gals are, their faces are probably on the
1: camera, right? Or the license plate number. They probably know who these ladies yes, are. Yes, if
0: you if you know them, you will recognize them. Oh, great. Right. And they like, t- stole like 24 cell phones, which is like crazy. You know, I'm always wondering when people do things like this, like, do you think you're going to get away? I know. We have so much technology now. Like you're not going to get away and
1: you're on camera now everywhere you go or you're being tracked by your cell phone or you're being tracked by the GPS in your car. If you have some sort of like, you know, GPS, there is no
0: way it always blows my mind too when they have like murder cases. I'm like, how does anyone get away with that anymore? Well, I think that probably they're thinking, well, somebody's gotten away, so maybe it'll be me. I don't know. But you're not going to get away with any of this stuff. None. So just like think twice. Yes. Think twice before you do something crazy because it's very unlikely that you will get away.
1: Although it does keep us in business. It does. It does give us a story to do, but (laughs) I guess we could be covering other things.
0: It does. Busy is good.
1: I loved, I don't know if she was from this area, but I loved that we did a a Fox 5 story last week, I think, on a woman that was a wedding crasher that was going to weddings and then going into like the the box (gasps) and stealing people's wedding cards. And I just got married and I was like, I wonder if. Wow. Probably had a lot more money in that one. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. <laughs>
1: it was but I'm like, the audacity of people too and the karma will come back to you. It will.
0: It will. I believe in karma. Me too. Or
1: you know, whatever it is. I feel like or, whether it's karma or god, you know, whatever God's you call always watching. Bu- you know? I believe
0: that yes. what you put out is you, what you will get back. Yeah,
1: and don't think you're gonna get away with that. Like you're not. um, well, Tisha, you've been
0: awesome to be on this podcast. Thank you. Um, tell Thank people you for me.
1: again where can they can follow you personally sure. and the podcast. yeah,
0: absolutely. So again, our podcast is the good word. We have a new episode every Wednesday. We are on iTunes, Boom, and Google Play, where you can subscribe. We're also on Facebook. Just search The Good Word. And if you want to reach out to me, you can find me at Tisha Lewis on Twitter and at Tisha Lewis Fox 5 DC on Facebook. Basically, just Google Tisha Lewis, and you'll see all my social media platforms.
1: And, of course, you get to watch us Saturday morning. You're, yes. You're, I do trending topics in studio. You're always out covering yes. something that's happening around town on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, we're on so. Saturday
0: morning from 7 to 9, and then also during the week at 4. 5 and 6 and 6 30 and we have a ton of shows yeah. we're we're almost <laughs> we're on. always on, <laughs> please, please on 5. we're always on
1: yeah exactly that should be our new model we only pause on. for wendy and like judge judy otherwise right tmz we throw in there too once in a while <laughs> Tisha, you were awesome thank, thank you so much Sarah. for filling this is in great it's super fun podcast patrick will be back next week and we'll see you guys then